Welcome back to the basement. Basement dwellers, welcome back to what we do in the basement. I am your host and DM Kevin Rambaran, joined as always by Thomas Tolls. Hello, I'm Thomas, and I'm coming to you this week from right behind you. But if you turn, <laughs> I will disappear into Hades forever. You have to trust that I am behind you the whole way. I play <laughs> Polly, a giant scorpion with two claws. <laughs> And a tale as old as time. <laughs> I'm here with Luke Cessalon. Hi folks, I am Luke. I play Frank, the Bloodpath Abomination, and Frank's been in front of you this whole time. You just need to open your heart and see it. <laughs> I'm here with Jesse Birkin. I play Old McGinty, a pastry chef who's ready to open up a cannoli of whoop-ass. Oh, <laughs> very good. Very good. And I'm here with Natasha Durant. Hi, the Real Nilo and uh, Polly Wanna Cracker. I can't sing like Kurt Cobain. I tried. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Also, like, Polly depressing, sad song. Yeah, yeah, holy. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's here. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a dark elf. Wow. <laughs> Let's kick things off with a bit of a recap. So, last episode, our courageous crew had just escaped Aster Goldforth's closing pit after defeating the Belladon. Aster's bodyguard, the chain-swinging half-giant you refer to as Dick Cheney, slipped down the sloped sides of the upper pit and bowled into Frank after being shot by Ol' McGinty. A noose channeled his peaceful vibes and persuaded the bodyguard to aid you. He revealed his real name to be Tonk, and though Rael was initially skeptical of his allegiances, he helped you descend the outer steps of the tower and make your way inside the living quarters without any detection. Just to clarify, skeptical means she shot him in the back with an arrow. <laughs> I believe it was the eye, and it was because he killed a small halfling right. boy. I'm just saying it wasn't like she was like, let's test him. It was... <laughs> yeah, I think he's wearing like a makeshift eye patch to match Riel and is like slightly jealous now or something. Yeah. Imitation um, is the finest form of flattery. So. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, you guys saw Alador and his men crash the gates and enter the main part of the keep as you descended those stairs. So Tonk isn't the brightest candle in the lantern and he wasn't really able to give you that much information but he did his best to help you. Inside the Goldforth's living quarters, Old McGinty opened a drawer and discovered the Wild Eye, a small box with a viewfinder. McGinty looked inside, and um, suddenly his arms turned into tentacles. Uh, a noose couldn't resist his manga-motivated curiosity and decided to look into the Wild Eye as well, with hopes of also becoming uh, octopus-like, oh, I, I thought guess. you said MAGA, and I was very confused yeah. for a second. No, manga, manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. a noose is a white nationalist. I haven't mentioned that before. But the motherland. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Please, no. Um, a noose uh, ended up hideously polymorphing into Polly the Giant Scorpion. 
Um, you guys searched Asta's room, and McGinty dragged some gold out from under the bed with his tentacles before his arms ended up returning back to normal. Tonk showed you his room and his drawings of his family, pretty much nothing else in there, uh, and then he took you to the room of Aster's father, Ulwick. That room seemed almost untouched, and Rael noticed that the bed was very dusty and seemingly unused. She also noticed an opening to the small balcony at the back of the room, and that opening looked out towards the mountainous region on the outside of Eldorock. You headed down the steps to the main hall and aided Alador and his men in taking down a vicious giant who had killed some of those men. You all worked together to deal some real damage to the giant, and a noose uh, as Polly the Giant Scorpion used his stinger to pump the giant's dick full of poison and kill him. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot yeah. about that. I wish there had been another way, but it was the only <laughs> thing I could do. <laughs> Among Alador's men was your carriage-driving compadre, Jacob. Jacob gave old McGinty a potion of lesser healing before being sent away to get the carriage ready. Um, Emphasis on lesser. <laughs> <laughs> Tonk pointed out that the Goldforths used the back wall to get away often, and McGinty found a hidden lever that revealed the staircase down to the dungeon of the keep, also referred to as the basement, and that is where we are now. So, you guys are looking at these stone steps that descend downward. Uh, they're covered in, like, moss and vines, and you can see there's some torches lighting the way down. Um... Alador looks around at you guys briefly, um, uh, pulls the locket from around his neck. You recognize it as the locket that you had acquired from Tordo and, and the Knoll Bros, and he whispers something into it. And then, can you all please roll me a d6? Ooh. You all are going to get an extra d6 of temporary hit points. Ooh, <laughs> very good. Wow. There you go, my friends. Frank has increased his health by one. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a two, but... Come on, McGinty. Yeah, well, so did Rhea. Come on, McGinty. <laughs> Two for McGinty. <laughs> oh. Good stuff. Good, Good thing stuff. we risked our lives to get that yeah. priceless yeah, locket. Jeez. No I kidding. thought it would at least be a D8. Come on. <laughs> Alador like looks really like he helped you guys out, but everybody doesn't really feel like that good, and he's a bit hurt. He's like, I I did my best. I don't know what you. He's want. a bit hurt. <laughs> McGinty says, um, "Well, I have twelve out of twenty-one hit points. So if anyone else has any healing spells, cure wounds, potions, uh, I would love to have one." Anus is gonna scuttle up behind McGinty and attempt to give him a back massage with my claws to. Ease some of that tension. Oh, yeah, a little higher. That's there good. you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, careful. Wait, have we distinguished if Polly can talk, or is it just a lot of like clicks and clatters? Kind At of? the very I, least, I, you can hear me <laughs> telepathically. Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure. True. But you, but it's all telepathic clicks and clatters. I, yeah. <laughs> I can speak English, but I add scorpion to the end of every word. Wait, like the phrase yeah. scorpion? Yes, yeah, so it would be like, let's scorpion, go scorpion, over scorpion, there scorpion. This is, turn this is turning into a, a Mortal Kombat fan, a yeah. crossover cast. Get yeah. scorpion, over scorpion, here scorpion. Yes. Um, I do think, well, I'll let, if anyone wants to heal McGinty, please do. Oh, but I thought then this I have was an a idea. healing. I thought you were literally healing me with this claw. No, I, I'm a giant scorpion. I can't help you. <laughs> 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 My back feels a little less tense, but 
I feel the same health-wise. <laughs> I thought that was a mechanical thing. No, I I'm wish. a giant You're scorpion. Really I, I can't help. I just have really low uh, intelligence, as we established. Yeah. The idea of being on a battlefield and seeing in the distance, look, it's the healing scorpion. Come to help us. <laughs> uh, Magenta's gonna die, but at least he'll have like a really relaxed back. Yeah. <laughs> All we can wish for. All right. Well, Anus would okay. like to explore if there's any like <laughs> soft ground around the basement, if it's possible for him to burrow in using his giant body. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, I, I, have you guys descended the steps then together? Yes. Uh, I, as I far as I was aware, no, everybody. I thought we were still on the surface. Nobody has any healing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I just want to be clear. <laughs> like, no, unfortunately. Frank can't heal. Okay, great. Okay, just checking. Beck has internal healing. He can heal himself, but he can't heal others. Wow, so that's something you should work on. <laughs> he's he's in therapy for it. I mean, yeah, you have to heal yourself before you can heal others. Is what they say. <laughs> but no, sorry, Kevin. I think Anus would like to, before we descend the stairs, see if there's an alternate route in via burrowing through the ground. To oh, the basement. I see. So the floor of the main hall that you're in is all okay. stone. So, uh, yeah, the steps heading downwards, also stone. There is, it looks like there's some natural earth and things like that, like lower down, but, um, but like currently the floor right. you're dealing with, uh, is all, is all man-made. You start to descend the staircase. You guys have Alador. You've got some bandits with you. He's got two, two different people with, uh, two different people with you, um, as well as Alador. And, uh, you guys start descending these steps you guys can probably collectively walk down there's probably about four people wide that you could go wow. um tonk 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 looks at you before he heads down and says like i don't know if i'm supposed to go down there do you want me to come why of course you, you you're a friend now and i also promised hey. you that you'd survive this and the best way to do that is to have you go wherever i go <laughs> i am unable to heal you but i promise you'll survive <laughs> <laughs> a deal's a deal. And uh, so what's the order that you guys would like to go down there in? I think Anus would probably lead the way. He's pretty, uh, unless we want to be stealthy, in which case I should take up the rear. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, do we want to try and stealth it a little bit? Because we don't really know what's down there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so McGinty and Rael will take point. Good call. Leave your heavy hitters uh, waiting for big times. It's what we say. Big times. <laughs> Leave your heavy hitters waiting for big times. Oh my god. I love Big Time by the Softy Brothers. <laughs> oh my god. Big time. I think we should check for traps, Rael. I think we should Good check idea. for tra traps. <laughs> In my character voice. Okay, so you guys want to check sort of the staircase for traps? As we go down, we're going to be checking for traps. Yeah. Sure thing, sure thing. I'll, if, if this uh, I'll guy had that... contractors rig up like a invisible wall snake pit into their bedrooms, <laughs> who knows what other crazy mechanical <laughs> stuff they've got going on? Sure, sure. Uh, I'll get you both to give me, uh, I guess maybe investigation checks as you go down, um, and and I'll let you two do that. Rail, you've got dark vision, right? I'll let you do it with advantage. Thank you. Oh, I will light a torch mm. then. I don't have dark vision. Sure, sure. There are torches down the hall, like down oh, the sides. Right. I just think like, because it's a darker staircase, like I just think her dark vision might fill in some extra gaps. Okay. Okay, then I got a 17. Sure. I got a 14. 
14, sure. Um, neither of you notice any uh, anything particularly unusual about these staircases. As you're going down, you can see, like, the, like yeah, there's, like, more... Uh, it, like the air is damper. It seems like you're getting to like a like you're going down into sort of a more of a basement kind of area, uh, a dungeon area. But um, you don't really feel like uh, there's anything too dangerous going down these stairs. From what uh, I can so tell. the scorpion has blind sight, which allows it to detect <laughs> things non visually. So I wonder if he can hear any rumblings, or or maybe I can roll for that. But like detect any movement or creatures nearby. Sure. Is there is there like a radius on that that it gives um, you? No, it's just like I, I think, yeah. He just has blind sight. I don't know if it's a skill okay, well, or something. Okay. Let's but... say this. Roll me a perception check, uh, a noose slash poly. Uh, it's a ten. It's a ten. Yeah, I, I'd say that like you 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 can tell there's natural earth down here. Uh, like there's like like maybe the faintest uh the rumblings of the ground give you the sense that there might be some water nearby. Um. But nothing specifically uh, to big pings okay. on your radar. Uh, uh, as you guys are descending, you can see. Uh, okay, go ahead. I was just uh, for clarity on the rules. Uh, scorp- giant scorpions have blind sight up to sixty feet. Ah, oh yeah. Just so we we have an idea. Um, and that's been Jesse's nerd corner. <laughs> just basic information. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, Jesse will have one nerdy fact. Uh, that's like a weird D&D rule. Uh, I've just made a promise that now you have to keep. No. Nope. sorry. Uh, you don't have to do that. Um, Try and stop me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. It's uh, you, you, in front of you guys. Uh, you see, like, the, the, the torches are lighting the ground. The staircase isn't super long. Uh, it goes straight down. Um, and in front of you, the floor is dirt now, Anu. So, like, as you were talking before, you can see sort of uh, some more natural earth with some stones kind of leading uh, up to the walls and stuff like that, but it's mostly natural earth. Um, in front of you, right ahead in the, in the, is a small cell in the center of the room um, with bars that go up to the ceiling. It's empty, but just past this, it's still... The, this level is still built the same way the rest of the tower would be, sort of, like, circular and... Um, it's about roughly like a hundred feet in in um, in its entire diameter, not diameter. Circum- one circumference. Thank you, circumference. There we That's go. That's been not Luke's radius. nerd no. corner. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> circumference yeah. is the the air like the the line around the circle diameter. Right. Yeah. That's the entire distance yeah. of the yeah. circle. Yes. Okay. This is a weird little piece of le- math lessons for all of you. I'm 30 years old and I have a master's degree, but I'm learning what a circumference is. Pi R squared. Um, well, it's a master's degree in theater, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Kevin uh, tried to do theater in the round and had no idea what that meant. <laughs> how, big the, how big is the space? You should see me at the Globe. Yeah, it's a nightmare. You can either see uh, one person or 300 people, but I have no way to tell how many. Um, but but just past the cell, directly across from you, uh, you see an opening in the wall out into a much wider, much larger cavern. And the opening to the cavern is, is a bigger space, and you can see in the center of that opening a brass staff resting on a podium, and it glows this sort of light golden hue. And just past the podium, about 25 feet back, 
there's a flowing stream of water going through the cave, and you can see what looks like Aster Goldforth struggling to carry the limp body of Lorenzo Pyre onto <gasps> a raft beside Ulwick, who is still cloaked. And between Aster and the podium facing you, you see a golden dragon staring right at you and looking very, very unhappy. Tonk immediately sees this dragon and kind of like freaks out and like steps back and, and like is like against the wall. Like, oh, oh, what do we do, guys? Wait, so did we all go down the stairs? I thought it was just me and Rael. I think we were following up the rear just like a little bit yeah. behind you. Okay. I think that makes sense. Cool. Um, can I try talking to the dragon? <clears throat> uh, it's it's quite far away from you at the moment. It's looking in your direction. Has it um, spotted us yet, I guess? I, I, I don't think you guys get the sense that it could, has, has noticed you just yet. Um, but uh, you can see Tonk is really, really scared and, like, starting to, like, like he's trying not to move, but he's not doing a very good job. Um, hey, Tonk, is uh, is that dragon's vision based on movement or sight or, like, like you've seen this boy before. Well, what's he like? Tonk looks at you and says, I don't, I've never seen him before. I don't come down here very much. I'm scared. Um, one of us could do a nature check or something and see what we know about this type of creature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Can I, can I maybe do that and like, get advantage, Kevin? Because it's a, your, the <clears throat> foe you know about? Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's their, what's, what's the, what's the language? Favored foe? Like your favorite oh, foe. dragons are your favorite enemy, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Cool choice. <laughs> Did you, you fight a lot of dragons in your spare time, or? There's a bit of a backstory there. And I don't think it's a time to talk about right now, Frank. <laughs> oh, good thing I have advantage. Woof. Uh, that didn't help a whole lot. Anyway, uh, nine. <laughs> uh, okay, so you, you know uh, that dragons are not to be messed with like they are dangerous creatures they are powerful creatures this thing looks pretty big it doesn't look like a massive like ancient dragon that's been like sitting here forever but it's it's still a large scary dragon Mm -hmm. and um it doesn't look like it's going to be super friendly sorry so we see them moving away so we have to act kind of quickly they haven't like noticed us yet no not quite yet no okay no so there's a cell in the middle of the round part of the room right yeah I would say that from from what you guys would sense, you get the sense that like that's where Lorenzo was being kept when they had right. him like previously, and like they've maybe gone to put him back in there during your fight and took him out. Is like it, it looks like they just like a circle of bars. Uh, yes, with a gate on it, like an open, like okay. you know, like yeah, yeah. so that you can get people in and out. Yeah. So yeah. we can see <laughs> through yes. past this, and we see the dragon. Yeah, I mean, it's also, the radius of it isn't quite, like, you could, the opening to the other side is quite large, so you can see straight ahead. Gotcha. Okay. uh, Is it big enough that the scorpion could fit through it? Yep, the scorpion would be able to get through the 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 opening to the cavern. Um, And uh, how big was the scorpion again? It is a large beast. Uh, McGinty's going to say, oh, go ahead. The scorpion and the dragon look, like, fairly similar size. I'll say that much. Like, the dragon is, like... Um, maybe like yeah. I mean obviously it's a dragon so it's like longer and got more uh, like you know standing up would be bigger but yeah I was just gonna ask you said there was the glowing staff maybe you just said where this was but that's in front of the dragon that's like closest to that's us right. so so essentially from, from it's like it goes in a straight line in a way it's like you your group uh, the cell the empty cell 
then uh, an opening in in which or just past which is a staff on a podium that's glowing, and then you've got this dragon, and then uh, you've got the gold forts with Lorenzo's body and a running stream behind them. So I think Anus then is going to say telepathically, I am strong and fast for now. I can get that staff and we can get out of here. How's your stealth? Very bad. Hmm. What, that would be my concern. Think, <laughs> do you think that maybe you could use your bur, uh, burring, burrowing, pardon me, ability since it's dirt floor and then maybe do a sneak attack that way? Are we, hold on, hold on, telepathically. I don't think we should attack this dragon. Uh, dragons are incredibly powerful, dangerous creatures. I think it will Agreed. wipe the floor. So yes. I think we either try to stealth it or we are up front and we try to talk to it. I think I, what, uh, yeah, I agree, what my but... suggestion was that I could, if the stealth fails, I have enough strength as this giant scorpion to brute force it, take a few hits, and then escape with you all. How about okay. if we, we try to stealth it, and if that doesn't work, then I'll try to talk to it, and if that doesn't work, then you can <laughs> I, try to attack it. As Molly. a giant scorpion... <laughs> I fail the marshmallow test. Patience is not my strong suit, but I will try. Uh, Frank. Tom, see, hold him back. <laughs> hold him back, Frank Tom. Sees the way that this is going, uh, and uh, Frank is like, he's pulling out his uh, his sickle, his crack at his neck, ready for battle, and he's going to mount his battle steed. Ooh. Uh, Frank has a battle steed? He's going to mount Polly. He's going on Polly. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. So, nice. so Frank is riding Polly, and and you guys are doing what? You're going to try and is the to, is the dragon to... looking right at the staff? Yes. Okay. So stealthing it is probably not going to work. <laughs> no. Wait. So I have a question. Okay. So Lorenzo is a captor of these people, but Lorenzo is the one that wanted us to capture the staff. If we think that he was in cahoots with the gold force, then do we actually want to take the staff? <laughs> you know what they say, that uh, a lie is more alluring if there's a bit of truth to it. I think the staff uh, is uh, a solid truth. Or do a we think... Alador, Alador looks at you guys because <laughs> he he's not privy to the fact that you guys are having a telepathic conversation. He has been sitting there the whole time watching you argue and is like, Lorenzo is over there. We must save our friend. No, come on. And like he starts to make a motion to move. All right, you go save Lorenzo. We'll grab the staff. Okay. Uh, Alador, Alador starts uh, rushing across with his with his bandits um, right. towards <laughs> towards. Uh, I mean, it's towards the opening, so it's the same direction, I guess. Um, but uh, he, he moves die. towards the opening, and uh, <laughs> and they make it towards the towards the staff. As they near the staff, everybody, please roll initiative. Mm. Son of a bitch. Oh, God. Polly got a four. And Polly want a cracker, as we said earlier. Bill <laughs> <laughs> got a 16. McGinty got a 17. And Frank got an eight. It's good eight. <laughs> now that's good eight. That's <laughs> a good eight. Let's not try to engage the dragon. Avoid attacking the dragon at all costs. Just get the staff and get out, and if need be, only attack the gold forts. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Tonk, that's for you as well, but you're pretty scared of the dragon, I can tell, so I don't think that's a problem. Was that still telepathic? 
<laughs> no, that was out loud. Thank you. I should have specified Tonk, that. Tonk, why don't you stay here by the stairs and, and watch idea. our backs? Yeah. So that nobody else comes down you the stairs. You want me to stay back here and watch your backs? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Just just tell uh, him that Tonk. this area is uh, closed for cleaning or something. <laughs> Tonk sort of sets his sets his chain up across the thing like a um like a nightclub. Uh, it, there's like, like a, a stanchion, a wet, yeah. a wet floor. <laughs> <sign> <laughs> pulls out. <laughs> yeah, you're rolling for a lot of guys, huh? Well, I it's the bandits, it's Alador, it's like yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's just give me a second. The way Alador handled that crazy giant, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. As Alador and his bandits near that golden staff, you see the dragon looks right at them, lets out a big roar, and um, everybody give me a constitution saving throw. 21 for Polly. Oh, 21 for Rail as well. A 10 for Frank? Yep. 11 minus 1 for a 10 <laughs> okay. for McGinty. The old guys are not okay. going to make it. Well, the DC, the DC was 10. Oh. So, so everybody, everybody's fine. Um, nothing nothing happens. You guys don't notice anything. Um, but Aldor is going to like shooting so. their pants or something, right? Alador's just a skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> Mars attacks. He's just disintegrates. <laughs> now, Alador and his men are also very afraid. Uh, so they they kind of stop for a second, but nothing happens. And um, and you see, he uh, he decides that he's going to just try and use uh, as much of his movement as he can to like rush towards the dragon. Uh, he gets uh, about as close to it as he can. Um, and he's going to make uh, make an attack at, at it with uh, with his scimitar. <laughs> this isn't what we told him to do. <laughs> Did you tell him to get well? This well, I mean, a, the dragon is in between Lorenzo. I think, think yeah, there's no way to get to Lorenzo. Doesn't have a choice. Him. Like, what's, oh, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know yeah. it was a directly in between. I thought the stream was off to the no, side. No, this is like yeah. Okay, I didn't realize it was yeah. all linear. Okay. It's it's like we're playing yeah. a two D platformer, and we have to. <laughs> we need to wait for the dragon to jump I mean, so we can get the axe, and then the dragon falls into the lava. <laughs> we, the, once yeah. The, yeah, the axe will remove the bridge. So his first attack misses. His second attack misses, and his third attack uh, uh, crits. Uh, it's a nat twenty, and so uh, Alador takes a scimitar, swipes in, and uh, it goes right through the dragon not, it, like yeah. and the illusion that is the dragon mm. vanishes uh it's gone and alador looks looks so confused his bandits look all confused because they were ready to like kind of really go to war with this thing he's like what what is going on um alador and, you uh, did it you killed the dragon what in one hit <laughs> what an incredible <laughs> hit that was amazing um and so the the other um the uh, the next up, I guess, is uh, one of the other bandits uh, who who also is baffled and then decides it's going to fire uh, a fire a uh, I guess a crossbow or uh, yeah a crossbow bolt at um, uh, at Aster who's carrying Lorenzo. He's trying to he's trying to get Lorenzo uh, back. So um, this bandit named Roderick, fires a crossbow, does not do very well, totally misses, so useless shot uh, towards towards uh, Lorenzo and Aster. Um, this next bandit, up, we bandit have was got... a, uh, Andy Ro Roderick, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a... Who's, wait, 
Famed tennis star Andy Roderick. (laughs) I don't know who that is, but okay, sure. Because it's not a real person. What? It it is close to a real person's name. That's why Luke said it, and it was great. I love it. Okay. Is he, uh, I enjoyed it too. Uh, is is it perhaps the star of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, Matthew, Matthew Roderick? Roderick? Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chronicles of yeah. Roderick. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Mc- McGinty, it's, it's your turn. Great, McGinty realizes uh, this has all been a ruse. He's gonna rush forward. Uh, can he, with his thirty feet of movement? Um, how far is he away from the fleeing gold force? Uh, the fleeing gold force are about 200 feet away, so they're quite far. Lame. Whoa, okay. I am going to uh, use, uh, I'm going to run 30 feet and then use my bonus action to dash. Sure. Uh, so I'm going to get 60 feet. Okay. Uh, which puts me 140 away still. Sure. Uh, they haven't acted yet. No, uh, they haven't. I assume they are no longer. They are not surprised, right? Because no, there's the no, asters ran in. No, yeah, they're aware of what's going on. Then um, I'm gonna shoot my crossbow at the guy holding Lorenzo. Sure, that's Aster. Yeah. Natural twenty. Ooh. Natural twenty. Boom. Nice big hit. Uh, that is thirteen points of damage. Sure thing. You fire this crossbow. It goes right into Aster's neck. Uh and he drops like a sack of potatoes. Just immediately drops. He, you you think you've killed Aster Goldforth. You just shot him in the neck with a crossbow. You ran for it, he's, he's drops dead. See, that's what I wanted to do up in the snake dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you, as soon as that happens, you see like, Ulwick looks back and like, he looks very, very pissed and very worried. Um, at least his body language does. It's hard to see his face because it's still covered in cloak. Um, yeah. So next up, we have got. That's a nice shot. Um, yeah, that was at twenty. <laughs> next up, we've got Rael. Okay, so I'm gonna go after Ulwick, Um and I'm gonna invoke the dread ambusher. So my walking speed increases by 10 feet, so I can move, I guess, nice. 40 feet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will use my movement of 40 feet. <laughs> okay. And then I will attack with my longbow. Sure thing. Disadvantage. Yeah, it's tough to fight people when they're this far away. I understand. Yeah. Way to go, Kevin. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> well, my first one was a one, so... Okay. Uh, that was my first attack. Missed oh, no. hardcore. So, and then second the arrow attack. Arrow flies, flies off <laughs> the, the side. The dragon illusion comes back somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to miss both times. Yeah, and second attack was only uh, an eight. So. Sure thing. Sure thing. Oof. That's Rael. Uh, next up, we've got our second Snow bandit. <laughs> That's Darius. Uh, and she's going she's gonna to try and fire a crossbow bolt at Ulwick. Uh, let's see if she can do anything worthwhile. And she can't. She also misses. Uh, that That crossbow bolt just flies, uh, like just totally goes the wrong way as well. Inspired by Rail's marksmanship. Um, uh, <laughs> Inspired. <there goes. laughs> uh, next up, 
uh, is Aster, but he has an arrow in his neck and is on the ground dead, so he's not going to do anything. So on the that, ground. So he means... didn't make it to the raft, hey? No, no, he did not. Okay. Um, no, he Good. did not. Uh, and then we've got Ulwick. Ulwick is going to. Um, this giant scorpion has been moving towards, uh, moving towards them, and is being ridden by Frank. So, um, <laughs> uh, Anus, can uh, you please give me a uh, intelligence saving throw? Oh and no! You're using, you're using <laughs> oh, giant God. scorpion statistics. Yep. Yeah. I have. Okay, I have a, a minus five. I have a right? minus five, so <laughs> it went down to a three. Sure. So you see, when uh, you're looking at uh, um, at Ulwick and like sort of around him in a circle, seems like a ring of fire just shoots up right around him. It's like this golden fire, um, and uh, it's scary to you. And so um, <laughs> you you. Uh, it looks it looks like a real dangerous fire to you, uh, and uh, you you definitely don't wanna don't wanna come closer to it. It looks like it'll hurt you pretty bad. Is it is it immediately around him, or is it like a wider spread of fire? Uh, no, it's like immediately around okay. him. Like it looks like it, like just like in a radius around him, this circle of fire has sure. manifested. What's the circumference and, of that? Uh, <laughs> circumference radius. Do you want like? Because uh, I could give you any measurements. You just gotta be specific. <laughs> yeah, you just need to. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know what they all are. Um, perfect. Uh, Lorenzo pi r squared. Oh, very good. Very, Very good. Nice. Um, <laughs> next up is Frank. Frank, you're on top of the scorpion. What's does, happening? Does Frank feel the scorpion like shaking in fear? Oh, I think so. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Polly's quivering underneath you. Frank has such a cool thing he wants to do, but it de- is dependent on Polly. Uh, you know what? Frank's gonna believe in him. Frank's gonna like give him a head pat, uh, and he'll even he'll lean in. All right, Polly. I know, this is this is the uh, ninth inning here. Uh, you're gonna go all the way. I believe in you. Maybe my faith will give you a bonus. I don't know. It might, but I'm hoping that my presence here is gonna give you comfort enough to fight off whatever this is. Uh, and then Frank's going to ready his action chill touch uh, once he gets within range of uh, those jerks. Alwick. So you're just waiting for for um, Anus to to carry you in. Whose turn it is next? So go ahead, Polly Anus. What are you doing? Okay, so just spurred on by that incredible motivational and a bit manipulative <laughs> speech, I think, in the direction of the dungeon master, uh, Polly is going to dash eighty feet in the direction of Alwick, just scuttling okay, so across the floor. What we're going to do is I'm going to get you to give me um, an a uh, an investigation check. Um, and uh, we'll we'll see okay. how this goes here. Uh, okay. Uh, minus five, so I got a five. So you run right towards this fire, are you saying? Well, I'm running 80 feet in the direction of Alwick. I thought he was... He's probably still too far away, yeah, so that's not yeah, doing anything. Yeah, so that's I don't fine. think I'm at the fire yet. Yeah, okay, you're you're scuttling towards it, that's fine. Um, ba-ba-da-ba-ba-bum. Yeah. Does that bring Frank close enough to use a spell, though, is the question. Oh, it does. Um, yeah. I looked it up. It's exactly it's the right just, yeah, nice. just enough. So there you go. Uh, so you're using Chill Touch, right? Uh, look, I, I, I cool. want to paint this picture, Kevin, because this is a Please. moment I've been waiting for since day one. 
<laughs> this hey, specific wow. situation. Put down my dice here for a second and hear what you have to say. Uh, Luke literally pulls out an acrylic paint set and starts yeah. illustrating yeah. it. Luke, guys, Luke broke into my house. He's here. <laughs> paint some happy little clouds. Yeah, he's tied. He's tied Whoa. up my family. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we see what we've already seen. Like oh, that's all true and shit. Uh, but we, <laughs> what we have is like a hardcore anime moment where uh, Polly is, is so excited. <laughs> this is what he's also been waiting for since reading those manga books. <laughs> <laughs> pa- uh, Polly Anus is like charging at uh, Alwick and Alwick in his like internal character monologue is like, ha, he's still out of range. And then as Anus is like, gets over this hunch, he drops his head and he sees uh, someone's on his back. It's Frank charging up a shot of Chill touch. And that's when you see like sweat beating down. Always face like, what? No, that can reach me. And then Frank just like screams. His power out, level. Chill touch. <laughs> and just like, he screams it, but like the hand just comes out from in front of him. Obviously, that's how the spell right, works. Right. But it looks right. so cool. This- You've activated my chill touch card, Owen. <laughs> oh. Um, so, so what, uh, is it? It's a spell attack, right? Yeah, it's a it's a basic spell. It's a regular attack. I just wanted to make <laughs> yeah, sure, it cool. Please, yeah, roll it with disadvantage, please. Yeah, baby. My disadvantage was the seventeen. Oh, Whoa. Uh, in, nice. So yeah, uh, with the plus twenty one. Sure, that hits. Uh, wow. Roll your damage. Oh yeah. Wild. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Frank's anime moment will not be stopped. Not at all. Baby! Frank's hair is permanently blonde now. It's <laughs> so spiky. It matches so his, spiky. his like yellow shirt. It's just one big gulp of yellow. Uh, he does 12 necrotic damage and Alwick can't heal. Uh, <gasps> sure. Very if, nice. If he wanted Beautiful. to. Uh, also, I want us to have like, like a quick zoom in on Alwick's eyes. Like I want him to feel that as it's happening. Right. Oh, also, if you hit an undead target, it is disadvantage on attack rolls until the end of your next turn. Oh, do we discover that maybe someone's if that's relevant. undead? I mean, even if that was relevant or not, I wouldn't tell you necessarily. <laughs> I would just like I would roll it, but uh you don't notice anything happening. Fair enough. Um uh yeah. Okay, so that's Frank Frank, you know, you you what does the hand do? Oh, it's like, I guess it like claws at him or hits him or... Ooh, um, <laughs> l- l- let's say it's... like an anime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, oh, whatever. I didn't really think this far. <laughs> you thought you played up the whole buildup and then the hand just I claws guess it at like him. slaps him. <laughs> okay, the, ha- the hand like uh, pops up and like hits him right in the gut. So he like falls over and like coughs out. Blood sure. syrup or not yeah, syrup. Uh, syrup. <laughs> it's cough syrup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Wow. Yeah, he pops up some Benadryl. Pops up Benadryl. Um, he yeah. pops out syrup. Yeah, it turns out Alwick is, is Lil Wayne and he's been yeah. sipping on that syrup. Yeah. Alwick is some sort of gingerbread man. <laughs> He coughs up beautifully sweet sticky syrup. Um, uh, okay, uh, everybody, oh please roll me a Constitution saving throw. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Ah, oh shoot. my god! 
I got a natural one, and I wasn't the one complaining, so let's hear what, so, what else So happened. did I. <laughs> I got a 10, but with McGinty's minus one. Oh. It's a nine. And how did you do, I Frank? think it's a fail. Uh, Frank felt good about that last shot. He got a, he got 14 on this, because he's 14. just earned confidence. Riding a high. <laughs> Everybody but Frank is going to get disadvantage on their attack rolls and ability checks on their next turn. Um, you guys kind of get like this wave of uh, almost like a hot push of air kind of shoots out around uh, the whole room, and you feel kind of like you've been just sort of smacked in the face. It's a lair action called the Golden Touch that uh, is something that has <laughs> happened uh, that that uh, is part of uh, part of this this encounter. Okay, so um, yeah, boom. Everybody, give me a perception check. Fifteen. Ollie got an eighteen. Eleven. Frank gets eleven. For real. Oh, real too. Nice. Yeah. I have two sure. eyes and I see the same. <laughs> With all of this crazy chaos that's going on, uh, you don't notice anything. Okay, cool. Next up is Alador. Alador is going to uh, try and attack uh, Owick again. Um, we'll see if this works. Uh, that one misses. That one also misses. Jesus, Alador, get it together. Has Alador passed through the golden fire or what? what's he doing? Uh, well, he he's running towards uh, he's running towards him. Uh, yeah, he would just like, you see him run right through the golden fire okay. and go to go to stab uh, go to stab. Does it look like he took any damage from it? Uh, a noose. Like, does, does he look like it hurt him? Uh, a noose doesn't see that anything happened other than Alador ran through the fire. Okay. The rest of you okay. don't see the fire. That's just something that a noose sees. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Alador runs in, tries to stab, misses uh, misses. Twice and then gets one hit in. He stabs Olwick right in the gut, right where he was coughing before. More syrup comes out on his blade. It's confusing. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. He's a breakfast golem. <laughs> yeah. So everybody but a noose sees this arrow fly towards Alador and stick him right in the side. And. It, <gasps> It looks like it's uh -oh. coming from like behind Ulwick, but it just an arrow just gets him right in the side, and uh, it looks like it hurt him somewhat badly. But he's he's doing okay. Um, Somebody else here? <laughs> yeah. Is it Lorenzo? Is it Lorenzo? Uh, you you uh, uh, you don't know. With your tell. perception checks, you guys wouldn't have been able to tell where that arrow came from. Yeah. Um. So there's no like uh, nicely carved out L on the arrow that we can also happen to see at that distance. <laughs> Yeah, there's another note on it with a the red a red note with a white dot on it. No, yeah. Then another one of these bandits is gonna make an attack um, at Olwick, and they are gonna miss. Man, these bandits underperforming. Next up is McGinty. Okay, I am a hundred and I move sixty feet. I'm one hundred and forty away. Uh, I how far away from the staff am I? You're like uh, you're fifteen feet away from the staff. Great. I want to run to the staff. And uh, I want to do like an arcana check on it. Sure. So you're just like. I want to check this thing out. Sure. You're going to just like take a look at it, see what you see. Um, I don't want to touch it. I just want to. Okay. We sure. get disadvantage this turn, I think. On attacks, right? On I think attacks and checks. ability checks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, what else am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. You and there's on like a pedestal, like a podium? That's right. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, on, on like a little presentation. Uh, thing and it's glowing a little bit as well. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll in our counter check. Okay, disadvantage. Uh, disadvantage is a 13. 13? 
Uh, it looks it looks magical. It looks like it's it's doing some magic work. It's t- like uh, you think this is the staff of Idris. They've been talking about a, right. a, a staff, so that's what it looks like to you. Um, I don't get the sense from. I you don't have to tell me. Yeah. that I don't get the sense there's any traps. Uh, wards like around it protecting it uh not not really no you don't really you don't okay. yeah it's tough to say um i i'm gonna grab it okay sure thing uh you take five psychic damage yeah all right kind of shocks your hand uh and it, it doesn't seem like you can easily like un you can't just like move it from where it, it doesn't it's not loose it's it's sitting like it seems almost like it's secured to the podium in a way roll me roll me a perception check disadvantage yes yeah it's a five five yeah uh the staff is secured to the podium um okay. uh, i'm gonna use my bonus action to hide sure and that'll be my turn sure so i'm just gonna like duck down behind the podium sure. that works for me um he took a quick little hide behind Do the podium. You want me to roll stealth check on that? Um, yes, you can roll that flat because the 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 Ulwick is Ulwick is uh, busy. Uh, it's just an eleven. Eleven. Okay, cool. You yeah. yeah you 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 hide. It works out for you. Um, I telepathically say, um, uh, the staff is rigged with with a, a defense mechanism that hurt me. So be careful if you try to grab it. Um, bum, 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 bum. Next up, we have got uh, Rael. Um, okay, so she's going to move 30 feet closer to Ulwick. <laughs> um, and then she's going to try and like calm herself. She was real flustered last time because like, <laughs> the love of her life is unconscious on the ground. <laughs> she just doesn't know how to feel these feelings that she's feeling right now. So she's going to try and steady herself and attack him again with the longbow. Um, and it's disadvantage for this round. <laughs> oh, all right, 21. <laughs> Jeez, uh, okay. So, yeah, you, you, you're attacking Ulwick, right? Uh, yes, yeah. Okay, uh, cool, roll your damage. A whopping four damage. <laughs> a whopping four damage, perfect, okay. Boom, you hit him with this arrow, sticks right into him. He, he like like t- it's like right in the left shoulder he sort of like goes back uh, his his hood falls back a little bit you can see he's like an older looking man he looks like uh he looks quite similar to Aster in the sense that like you can tell that he is his father um he has he has like golden hair that's sort of turning a gray silver and uh is and he uh, he's got like a, a, a sort of a tight kind of goatee uh on his on his face but he's just um he he he's quite aged and quite wrinkly. Um, okay. Um. Actually, so now that I'm a little bit closer, and mm-hmm. I just want to point out that I have like super good dark vision, and it's a radius mm-hmm. of 150. Mm-hmm. Can I see anybody else there? Uh, roll me a perception check. Okay. With uh, disadvantage. With, yeah. Uh, I'll say flat because of uh, you made a decent case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 13. <laughs> Not good enough. <laughs> 13, yeah. Um, well, one second. Or would you let me do investigation, perhaps? <laughs> Is it <there, laughs> just no. checks? <laughs> what about a survival check? <laughs> Does medicine we call count? it? We call this a checks mix. It's. <laughs> I feel like this is uh, feels like this is an animal handling check. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, uh, not not quite. Although um, I will say, with a 
No, actually, never mind. Uh, <laughs> no. So then <laughs> we've got this other bandit up there who's going to make an attack uh, at Ulwick as well. They are going to... Right, so they're just shooting crossbow bolts at Ulwick and missing. Um, Anus, you just see all these arrows flying into the fire and not, like, not sure what's hitting, what's not. Those of you that can't see the fire, and so everybody but Anus, sees Ulwick kind of like, after he's been hit with the arrow, he's been stabbed, he uh, like just kind of like moves his hand up and like almost looks like he's like shooting some green mist out of out of his like cloak sleeve or something. We're going to make Alador make a constitution saving throw. Um, which he fails, and Alwick is going to hit him with some poisonous gas. Mm. Okay. Ooh, that's painful. So he smokes Alador with some serious poison gas. Mm. Alador. Uh, Alador kind of doubles back and uh, and starts coughing a little bit um, <clears throat> and, is, and is hurt. Only Alador still had Jacob to, like, give him one HP. That'd be so helpful. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, can can Alador uh, use the chain of regain, too, or no? Is that just limited to the party? Um, I I think he, he possibly could. Yeah, I think he possibly Once could. Once you open this door, Kevin, yeah. all yeah. of our NPC friends are going to be able to use it. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then I mean, it's 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 uh, the DM's role to make a poem and then approve it. And we yeah. decide <laughs> if it's good enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and so next up, we've got Frank, I think, right? I'm not missing anyone. No. Interesting yeah, how he just debated that answer there. <laughs> I answered it. I said, I said I think he could. Oh, we did not just, hear that. Just, okay. Just good very job. interesting I wonder how why he that answered, is. but we didn't listen. Very interesting. <laughs> Curious. Curious. Every, every part of the podcast is... <laughs> I'm going to loop that into the intro. <laughs> Should we just restart this episode? <laughs> Um, yeah, go ahead and, uh, and go ahead, Frank. Frank's still on his buddy's back. <laughs> could hit him from here still. Um, uh, going into talky mind time. <laughs> uh, 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 Polly there, uh, are you going to keep on running? Are you going to dig? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be cooperative I, with you. I'm afraid of this wall of golden fire, so I thought... I might attempt to destroy the staff. Cool. All right. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> so I'm going to get off this bus. <laughs> uh, so like Frank that. Frank uh, leaps off. Uh, but as he leaps off, he feels that maybe Polly is a little more confident in himself still. A little more assured with Frank's support. He feels that. Doesn't mean it's true. Uh, I'll let you decide whether you give us a few extra bonuses. But, uh, <laughs> Luke's shameless lobbying for himself. Yeah, I, I, the first time I just ignored it, I'm going to continue to do that. <laughs> uh, Frank's going to run up 30 feet. And now that he's at 30 feet, can he see like pools of blood coming out of the throat of like Aster? Or how's he doing now? Well, like like Aster who got shot in the throat. And That's correct. He's on the floor. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's blood pooling around Aster's body. Beauty. <laughs> Frank is gonna do nice. another chill touch. He's gonna sure. go for that gut shot. Take this! I'll wake you up. You curd. <laughs> you curd. 
curd. He's yeah. Alwick is Turkish. Do you think he's cheese curd? Alwick is Kurdish or Alwick is from Turkey and and Frank. No, I think I think the syrup thing makes him think he's made of food. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you think he's both cheesy and sweet, which is like a really bad combination of flavors. Well, that's what you think. Uh, Frank is an expert cheesecake, combining right? flavors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cheesecake is fire, actually. I that. Uh, Frank <laughs> changed my mind. Frank Chill touches for uh, 19. Did uh, you roll 19. with this? Not this guy. Frank is a little too smart to fall for that warm air trap. Yeah, he succeeded right, on his right. con yeah. save. Yeah. yeah, but you do have to roll with disadvantage anyway, so it doesn't matter. Cool. Why? <laughs> because of because of the displacement bonus action that uh, the illusion oh. uh, the illusionist of uh, is. Fair enough. Uh, instead, the total is eleven now. Oh, I see. <laughs> and that does not hit. Th this hand wow. this hand shows up, tries to flick, and and, and misses. Um, <laughs> okay. Next up, we've got uh, a noose. Yeah. So Polly is going to just try to lunge and use his claws and sting to just destroy this magic staff. That's his goal sure. this turn. Sure, he wants to break the staff. Yeah. Firstly, I'm going to roll this d6. So you take one psychic damage as you as you attack it, but uh, okay. please please roll your attack. Okay. And are all the attacks with disadvantage, I guess? Uh, yes, yeah. Okay. Okay, first one was a 16. 16 nice. is not gonna do it. Whoa, okay. Ooh, whoa, then I'm staff is is bonkers. Man, that sucks. I got an at 20, but one of the obviously disadvantage. Uh, okay, that one was less, so that doesn't hit. And then my stinger is definitely not. The stinger got a nat one. Okay, so yeah, he's just clapping at it. It's not quite working. Like you're getting, you're hitting the podium. You're hitting like yeah. You're just like you can't. The staff is dodging like McGinty. McGinty's just dodging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, claw. this does sound like Dragon Ball Z. Just <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, yeah, the claws hacks are just like, you just can't quite hit the, hit the staff. Um, everybody please roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. Twelve for Okay, Polly. so Polly passes. Um, so yeah, if, it, essentially it's a DC 10, if you, if you don't pass, you're rolling with disadvantage next turn. Yeah, no pass so, for real, again. So. Okay. Ten for McGinty. Frank. Cuts that line. Uh, eleven for McGinty. Okay, so everybody but, a, uh, but Rael made it through? Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then let me just quickly figure this out you here. You said I took one damage, right, Kevin? That's right. Yeah. I took one psychic damage, which I don't imagine hurts you much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he's he's got no frame of reference for what that even. <laughs> I only have a few of those brain cells kicking around in there, though. Everybody, please roll me perception check. Ooh, natural twenty, baby. Frank sees nice. all. Perfect. <laughs> eight. Ten for McGinty. Okay, thank you. Only an eight. Eight. So eight. So every, everybody got under ten except for Frank. Um, but uh, Frank, you got this natural twenty. You see, as you're looking, you saw your chill touch just miss. You're watching what's going on. You see an arrow come from the left and land right in Lorenzo's body. It uh, it like like his body on the ground just gets hit with uh, with a with an arrow and. Um, 
And it didn't, like, it looks, it's strange because you think this is like a limp body, but this, this arrow just came in. You look over to the left and you see a cloaked figure standing there holding a bow. And you, you look, they're wearing like a, a an emerald mask that almost has like a the visage of a lion etched into it. Whoa. They're wearing a deep emerald gle- green cloak that almost glistens slightly. And they've just fired a bow. And then you see them um, like duck quickly around a corner. And, um, uh, the, and you can see them kind of like hiding uh, behind uh, a piece of like rock and, and debris that's off to the side by the, by like sort of by the water. Ooh. When Riel sees Ooh. that mask, she's taking it. Oof. <laughs> um, so this is like uh, like the real Lorenzo, who's like who's like the, it's like Man in the Iron Mask kind of thing. Got it. Figured I, it out. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> man in the Lion. I didn't mask. say. I didn't say any of that. Um, so this they, is as uh, this is Aslan, right? So, yeah. So this is. <laughs> so Frank relays his made-up role to us. <laughs> oh, cool, yeah. Um, and as you do that, Alador is going to make uh, another attack at... Um, at uh, oh, my God, he's not going to do it. He, uh, he just... Let's see his last attack here. He's going to roll with disadvantage as well. And he did not do it. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So Alador is just the poisons in his eyes. He's like, I can't, I can't see. And he's like trying to stab at uh, Ulwick and missing um, and missing and missing and missing. And it's just disastrous. Um, next up, we've got one of the bandits. Same thing. They're going to fire an arrow. They also miss. Um, and oh, 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 dropped that dice. Where did that go? There we go. Um, next up, we've got McGinty. Okay, McGinty um, is going to move 30 feet towards Ulwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonus action dash with my cunning action uh, to get within. I want to get within um, 80 feet. Okay. So that's, I was 125 away, so that's going to be 45 feet total. Perfect. Uh, so I'm 80 away, uh, and I'm just going to, now that I'm closer, can I do a perception check again for where the arrow came from? Uh, Sure. Also, uh, I think okay. Frank would probably share what he saw with everyone. Oh, right, right, right. right. So then, let me just um, let me just get a perception check from everybody to see if they see exactly where the person is. Like they might have, you might have okay. the information, you know, kind of where you're looking, and you can roll it flat, not with uh, disadvantage. Yeah, just an eight for McGinty, Six. so eight. he doesn't. So you don't know exactly where it came from, but you know the area. Right. So if you were trying to like cast a spell in that area, I would let it happen. But I know that that's not your bag. So yeah. Yep, I am just gonna shoot uh, at Ulwick. Oh wait. Okay, sure thing. Fire your shot. Okay. Um, disadvantage or regular or what? Uh, you'd be making that attack with disadvantage. Thank you for checking. Wait, uh, wasn't that's he the regardless only of one? the con save, right? That's yeah. right. Yeah. This is a different ability. Okay. Yes. This yeah. is something inherent to Ulwick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen is. Oh, Nat one actually. Oh. With disadvantage. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't hit. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah, disadvantage on attacks is I never get sneak attack with it, and it's just so hard to I'm hit. sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's all good. This guy's you, powerful. You could make powerful. the final boss a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> we are no, only it's level just, three. He, per- he perfectly, he's perfectly designed to nerf my abilities. Right, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I, I, wish, I wish I could say I thought of it that much. <laughs> Rail, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, um, she's gonna move 30 feet, so now she's 100 feet away from Alwick, and she's gonna roll with disadvantage. Nine. 
It's does not, not gonna do hit. It. So another another arrow flies into the fire induce from your perspective, uh, Frank. Uh, oh no, wait, hold on. Sorry, we've got to let Darius take. It's like her. we gotta make, we gotta attack him with spells to make him do like saves. Yeah, like, this is like not the best way to get him. All these martial attacks flying at this illusionist are not working. So everybody's attacking with this advantage. So you guys see, like, at, uh, we're gonna flavor this. Like when when these attacks are coming in, like it's almost as if like the vision of the person uh, is like moving like they're like shuddering back and forth like uh it looks like to their they're to the left but they're actually to the right and vice versa so every time someone tries to move like it's almost like they're kind of just a little too slow uh and tries to hit so yeah darius tries to fire a shot and and, and she also misses uh go ahead frank oh it's it's frank's go already sweet yeah uh frank's gonna rush up 30 more feet which puts him 60 feet away from yes. our our illusionist friend yeah, Frank does his uh, classic look back, look forward, left and right, tips his baseball cap he's not wearing, and just hurls a ball of acid into the air uh, at Elwick, if I'm being specific about it. Sure thing. So you fire this up. Straight up. He throws a ball of acid. <laughs> into up. the air, hits the ceiling, rains down acid on him and his friends. Yeah, Frank is dead. Um, uh, no. This one's, this one's for... Uh, all the guys. For the boys. For the boys. <laughs> it's an auto hit, right? But I have to roll. To it's a save for, yeah. Half. It's a deck save for half. Deck save for half. Nice. Oh, righty, Rue. Um, and they do not make it. Sweet. Seven acid damage. Boom. Seven acid damage. Ulwick is looking mighty hurt. Um, uh, and then Frank also kind of yells out, Hey, you. Uh, emerald face. Anyone can shoot an arrow on a dead body. How about you You shoot an arrow at uh, the living? <laughs> McGinty's like, no, no, don't tell them to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is a news. I think I am going to use my claws to attack the podium rather than the staff. Oh, interesting. Okay, sure. Frank's uh, gonna yell out attacks, uh, at Anus. Uh, think of it as like a giant penis if that helps you hit it. Sure. Uh, oh my god. Thank you, friend. Perhaps <laughs> that will assist me. Um, okay, I got a 15 for the first claw. Uh, 15 uh, is. It, uh, this is a stone podium, so it's not gonna take any mm. damage at 15. Um, uh, okay. See your second claw. Uh, 21. 21, that is going to do it. So you take a big chunk out of this podium. Please roll uh, roll an attack with that and see how much damage you do. Uh, eight. Eight. Eight, so you take eight out of this thing. Boom, you crack a huge piece of it off. Okay, and then I'll, I guess I'll use my stinger as well. Uh, sure. To try to hit it one more time. It probably can't be poisoned, but I can still hit it. <laughs> uh, crap, only a nine. A nine's not going to do it. So yeah, your stinger just bounces... So that was my attack, but I haven't moved. Can I also try to do a strength check to remove the staff or something now that this podium is cracked? Yes, give me a, uh, a strength check. Um, I will tell you that the DC for this is going to be, since you cracked the podium, we'll set the DC to 15. Um, and we'll see, see, if you can, see if you can do it. Yes, 19. 
19. Okay, so I am going to roll Maybe. a d6 for the damage that you're going to take. You took a full six uh, psychic okay. damage Worth when you it. went to, to pull it. Um, but you see this scorpion, like, it wraps its claws around it. Polly just, like, yanks on it and pops it loose. Um, and immediately the glow stops. Um, the, and the staff sort of, like, becomes just, like, this, like, like sort of regular-looking staff. Um, and... Uh, that that like wave of like hot air that was hitting you, you can kind of feel like it's not there anymore, um, and that you get the sense that anybody who did fail uh, that, so that would be rail uh, when you failed your concept. I think we're not probably going to get back because the turn's almost over because the news is at the bottom of the initiative order. Mm -hmm. But um, but it doesn't seem to be like like that's going to happen to you guys anymore. Um, there's that. Speaking of going back to the top of the initiative order, uh, we see the lovely uh, Alador making an attempt at some vengeance here on Ulwick. Um, and he hits, and we are going to roll this here to see if he's going to hit his second attack. He does not hit on his second attack. And how about his third attack? Does not hit on his third attack. So his first attack does hit. Oh, really underwhelming. Alador is really not looking great compared to the last fight That's that he did. That's fine. It lets us be cool and yeah. kill the boss. <laughs> I'm secretly uh, hoping he fails. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see, uh, Frank, you would see another arrow flies into the body of Lorenzo. Um, and uh, you see that the figure that was there is now like pretty close to Lorenzo's body. They're moving closer now. They fired an arrow and are starting to run towards the body of Lorenzo. Frank's still banking on that being the real Lo Lorenzo, so he's pretty chill about this. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, my, uh, Jesse's nerd corner... Uh, when you make a, a ranged attack at a prone creature, you have disadvantage. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Is Lion Mask taking that into account? Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Glad I checked. Uh, I'm just trying to save Lorenzo, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Jesse's nerd corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's been pointless both times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta build it out into like a nerd house, a nerd den, a nerd, yeah. Pointless, mm, much like a circumference. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, this has been Thomas's Geek Zone. <laughs> These are all names of the podcast. Yeah. Um, These are our personal spinoffs. Yeah, exactly. Can we all have our own separate nerd um, cutaway. Another, another bandit misses again. These bandits. I I was like trying to kind of stack uh, things to make it even on both sides, but the bandits are very underwhelming. I have to say. Um. So we have. Uh. Next up is McGinty. All right. So, judging by our previous attacks, whenever we attack this guy, he's got some sort of ability that gives us disadvantage. Yeah, you would say you would like. Yeah, it looks like it looks like if somebody's attacking him, it's likely that they're they're ending up with disadvantage. Gotcha. Okay, so McGinty's gonna reach into his pocket and he's gonna flick the lucky coin, catch it, All and right. go, uh, no disadvantage for me, guys. Beautiful, there so we are. So it's just gonna be a regular attack. Sure. Because uh, it gives me advantage on a roll, It right? sure does, yeah. So that'll Come on, baby. I need, I know, big, big money. Oh, baby, 18 on the die for a 23 to hit. 23 to hit. Sorry. That is gonna do it, absolutely. McGinty. With sneak attack, because Alador's next to exactly. him. Exactly, please roll your damage. Ooh, baby. Two sixes on the sneak attack. Oof. Ooh. Yeah, I'm thinking me like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Natasha's face right now is... <laughs> uh, 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. 
Uh, <laughs> the Tash hated that. Hey? Uh, so good. So jealous. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's why. I so, thought what he said. <laughs> I thought, I it's thought, a lot of things. I'm I sure. thought she was just upset that you said I'm thinking we likey. Um, it is upsetting. It, it probably didn't help. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, these, oh. uh, you're, that, you're using your bow, right? Your short bow or your crossbow? Yeah, man. Cross, yeah, crossbow. So, <laughs> these bolts are just like flying out. You're still behind the podium, right? Like you're still, or did you move No, I'm, oh, I'm exposed. I had to move in to be in my range. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm okay, 80 so, feet away. Yeah. I'm 80 feet away. You fire these crossbow bolts. They just like, boom, rip right into him. Uh, he, he like stumbles back, um, and looks pretty hurt. He's like almost down to one knee now. Um, beautiful. Almost Let's down go. to one knee. So, he's yeah. almost. He's on half of a knee. <laughs> uh, Rail, you're up. Okay, uh, Rail's gonna move an additional thirty feet, which will bring uh, her seventy feet to or between uh, Alwick and herself. Mm. She's gonna try <laughs> casting Hunter's Mark, but I feel like she's not strong enough, and it's not gonna work. But and she try anyway. I think it's auto. It auto works. Yeah, I don't think you have to. I don't think the hunter's yeah, mark. Hunter's mark just, just works. Yeah, oh, you just cast it. Well, never mind then. I cast it. <laughs> oh, sure. who are you oh, casting it, it on? It fails. You're casting Alwick. it on Alwick? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it fails. Oh, it so, turns out you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got resistance to ranger spells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alwick has this feat that anything that rangers do doesn't work. <laughs> uh, okay, and so that was a bonus action. So then I'm going to use yeah. my action to uh, attack him with my longbow. Wonderful. And I don't get disadvantage this time, right? You don't get disadvantage, no. Yes. 12, which I don't think is going to hit. Um, a 12 is going to do it. Okay, <gasps> 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 I... oh my god. She can do something. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, he what? had mage armor that I, I, I homebrewed a crack for, so if he took a certain amount of damage, it was going to crack his mage armor, and you guys did. Nice. And so, yeah. Oh, 15 total damage then. 15 damage. Rael, please tell me how you kill Olwick Goldfork. Whoa. Oh my goodness. All right. So with uh, her long bow, <laughs> she just takes one look at Lorenzo on the floor, bleeding out with two arrows in front of him, and then looks back at Olwick and is like, this is why I never trust fucking mages. And then unleashes <laughs> the arrow. Um, and it goes straight into uh, his left eyeball. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. You take, yeah, boom, right through his head. Olwick, uh just like drops like a, like, like a nothing. A souffle, maybe? Yeah. A this souffle. Is... Drops like a sack of souffles. McGinty um, knows. <laughs> yep. That's what happens. Perhaps, That's what happens. Yeah. Perhaps <laughs> the word you're looking for is souffle. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he falls like a sack of syrup. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Very slowly. Uh, yeah. This, yeah. 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 The arrow. The arrow pushes some serious red syrup out of the back of his head, um, and and Alwick collapses to the ground. Um, okay, that is Rael's turn. Um, next up, we've got one of the bandits who doesn't know what to do about the fact that there's this other person there and sees them running towards Lorenzo, fires a shot at them. Um, oh, that actually is, does that hit? Let's see, let's see, let's see. 
It does. So this <laughs> this bandit Darius uh, sees she sees that like you guys have started to take out the gold forest. Finally gets inspired to do something good. Pulls up her uh, pulls up her short bow. Fires a shot uh, at uh, at this emerald uh, mask wearing uh, tiger person and um, hits. Pretty sure it was a lion, but that's okay. Uh, oh yeah, lion. Sorry, emerald, emerald, emerald this faced is, lion it's, person. It's Joe Exotic. Um, uh, <laughs> this has been Tasha's animal area. <laughs> um, okay, uh, and yeah, the lion, the lion masked person, like the arrow sticks into them, um, and uh, they seem hurt. Um, next up, we have got Frank. Estar looks dead or dying. Probably. Yeah, he looks like he's bleeding out. Yeah. Looks like, huh? <laughs> you fucking asked me what he looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> he's in range of our emerald face friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's interested in talking to him. Hey, uh, could you uh, could, could you stop that? The figure like <laughs> isn't gonna acknowledge you. They just like they they they. Don't care. They just look at they 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 don't look like they're gonna do anything. They're ready to go still. Cool. Uh, Follow up question. Now I got this theory. Are you actually in Lorenzo? Because I think you might be. Amazing. The per- are you Lorenzo? Because you might be. Oh, the person I absolutely love this. The person looks at you, says, "I don't think so," and pulls their mask back for a second, and you see it's Felina from the library. It's it's the librarian. Um, She is a feline, a a lion. They they Mm. feline. (laughs) We we should we should have saw that coming. This is why you should never read. Yeah, sounds looks like Lorenzo had some pretty bad overdue fees. You see, um, you see that uh, she looks at McGinty and says, "I'll tell Harriet you said goodbye," and pulls the mask back down. Um, oh, um shit. Frank, are you gonna attack or anything, or are you just gonna? Frank is just kind of devastated. He had this whole thing figured out. It was cracked, and then it turned out he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's not gonna attack. He's just gonna run up even closer. Um, okay. Can he get in between uh, Felina and Lorenzo, the real Lorenzo? Uh, just for... <laughs> I mean, I they're they're really close to each other, like like within ten feet of each other. I guess Frank wants to get close enough that he can react, or uh... oh, if they like went to to Lorenzo's body. Yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, didn't you already use your movement to get there? So wouldn't you be using your action to also move? First? That's right. So I have no no actual yeah. action to do, just double movement. We'll say that you get between her and the body. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I understand what you're trying to do. Like, uh, uh, I, okay, I, I want to be within range of like attack of opportunity if. If they happen to just ignore me and go for the body and try to run away. I see. Yep, 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 yep. I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, McGinty messages uh, Rael. I think it's time for the mayor to make an appearance. (laughs) (laughs) She replies back. It's like, I was thinking the same damn thing. Let's take this cat out. (laughs) Wait, that's not what I was She'll feel so bad when she sees the mayor attacking her. See, it's these fuck, it's these fat cats in Washington. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, Anus, go ahead. Um, Anus. So is the flame still there now that Alwick is dead? Do I still see that? No, illusion? the flame okay. is gone. You're not right. afraid of it anymore. Okay, I'll yeah. just use my dashing action to get right up in Felina's face. 
Um, sure. So I'm just going to move all the way up to her as this giant scorpion, nice. hope, hoping to create some fear in her as I like right. rush at her. We'll say that like yeah, Frank. Frank was asking these questions and she says this like intimidating thing, and then like as she's like, "I'll tell Harriet you said goodbye." Like Frank kind of steps forward, and then like a noose like clambers up forward too, like you know, right in between Lorenzo yeah. and her, kind of getting intimidating. Alador, uh, he's going to just run and right up take an attack at this woman because he sees her shooting at Lorenzo and he does not like people who try to kill his friends. Um, unlike everybody else, I guess. So he... Um, McGinty's going to shout out, um, uh, let's take her alive oh, okay. so we can question her. Sure, yeah. Um, his first attack's going to hit. His second attack is not going to hit. His third attack does. So he is going to um, pop off some attacks and his damage is going to be right here um you see alador kind of runs forward and is like nobody takes one of us and starts like stabbing at this person you see he gets under the armor a little bit and causes some damage um but i hate butts Sorry. Except yeah. Lorenzo's. Looking at a bleeding man on the ground and admiring his ass. You had us. You had us going there, uh, Rael. You had us going. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Ooh, pretty good. See, like as he kind of gets in there, he his his last sort of stab with his um, with his dagger goes under the armor, uh, and some of like some of the blood uh, from Felina gets on him. And then you see he kind of like takes a back and is sort of holding his 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 wrist and like like it's been in pain or something Ooh. like that. Um, like there's some sort of what like, kind of syrup is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You see, like, sort of the syrup on his arm, and, he, and he's like, ah, ah. And uh, let's roll a d6 and see how he feels, shall we? You see that Alador falls asleep, just drops oh, no. to the ground. Boom. Uh, KO'd. Um, so, it is yeah. getting close to curfew, I admit, but we're in the middle of a battle. <laughs> um, she must have told him about the Goldilocks and the three bears. <laughs> um, Next up is uh, is her turn. You see, she takes her dagger out and uh, kind of sticks it behind her back and like almost taps on like the back of her armor, and it lets out this like resonating sound that's like really loud. And I'm gonna need um, those of you that are close, which I believe is a noose and uh, Frank. I don't think anybody else is, um, not within 15 feet anyway. No. Um, to no. roll uh, roll me a a wisdom saving throw. Nine. Fourteen. Uh, okay, so Anus, you are stunned until uh, until the end of the next turn for this, uh, for, for, oh. for Felina. Ooh. Frank, you shake it off. Um, As yeah, Frank we'll does. say that it reverberates, in, it reverberates across the exoskeleton and, and really fucks with you. <laughs> it, it appears as though Anus is also laying down to sleep. Like. <laughs> <laughs> next up is McGinty. Felina. Why are you doing this and who are you working for? Felina says, I have business to attend to. McGinty, I'm not here to discuss these matters with you right now. I'm here to get things done. Well, drop your weapons and leave now, or we will have to take you out. We'll just have to see about that, won't we? I guess we will. <laughs> and he'll take a shot. Sure. Non-lethal crossbow. Sure. Went end of the arrow. Uh, 15. 15. 15 to hit. 15, I believe, does hit. Yes. 
And Frank, you're right up next to her, right? Oh, buddy, am I ever. Beautiful. Come on. 19 points of damage. Nice. 19 points of damage. They're non-lethal. We'll say maybe you shoot her in the legs. So like these, yeah, yeah two arrows just boom, 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 right into the leg. Uh, looks really painful. Um, you can see she's still determined. Doesn't seem like she's going to give up. Um, hmm. Go ahead, rail. All right, she's going to step up to the plate. So she's going to move another 30 feet. So she's 40 feet away from <laughs> Felina. Uh, and she's going to use a bonus action to transfer her hunter's mark from Alwick to... Felina. Nice. Okay. Um, and then she's gonna take a crack with her longbow again. Ooh, and that'll be a twenty to hit. That does hit. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. A ten damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh pretty heavy. Okay. Perfect. Boom. How's she feeling? She's uh, she doesn't look great. Uh, yeah, these arrows just like stick into her. Boom, 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 and you see that she's kind of like seems stopped, um, like almost like she can't keep moving that much more anymore because of the amount of pain she's in. Um, but she's still she's, she's still standing. Okay. No, not quite. She's about like a, a quarter knee down. She's so, yeah. <laughs> I I forgot to roll H for the knee? bandits. <laughs> I forgot to roll for the bandits, but I think that they're too busy trying to get Alador to wake up. Uh, it goes up to Frank. McGinty, uh, I don't know if I can take her alive. Uh, we need to know what she knows and who she's working for, Frank. Uh, well, yeah. You, you can't do non-lethal for spells, right? They're, they're, they're spells. They just hit shit, right? Well... That depends on the DM. It uh, depends when I on DM the spell. games, and this Kevin doesn't have to. Kevin doesn't have to agree with this. But when I DM game, why am I talking? About <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's fair that to say that you would have a handle enough on your ability to do these things that you would be able to do it with. I would say outside of like a critical fail on something or something like that, like I probably right, that fine, makes sense. Probably fine with it not like you being in control and and actually doing, actually doing it. You know. Cool. All right. Uh, Frank kind of like shakes off that stun feeling that he didn't get. He has full bone control, so when the stunning hit, he like maneuvered his bones so that they like reverberated with the stun. Yeah, sure. Yeah, your bones vibrated in tune with that like yeah. whirring sound, yeah. yeah. Frank has a feat called full bone if control. He- <laughs> full bone control. Sounds sexual, it's not. If you did an x-ray on Frank, it would be like the Disney skeletons playing the xylophone. <laughs> Frank's gonna like lean in and uh, go for inflict wounds. Ah, uh, sorry, little lady. Ooh. You're a you go down tonight. Twenty three. Twenty three is gonna work. He just goes for the knee and he does that weird like. Oh, the French knee. The French oh. knee finger thing. <laughs> yeah, oh. totally. But on the knee, that's a, a bit lower, so like. Yeah, there's like an arrow sticking out of the the calf, uh, out of the calf of the knee, like of the leg, and you're just doing a French knee to it. Twenty points of damage. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. So that it's a, works. It's a uh, wild spell. Yeah. That's, non that's non-lethal a, knee damage, yeah. of course. Um, I am just. <laughs> Frank falls asleep, <laughs> but it works. He, he takes he takes out Felina. <laughs> Like, yeah, you do this, so and she collapses to the ground, um, like, knocked out, but Frank <laughs> falls asleep <laughs> as he's doing it. Uh, 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 as Frank, like, he feels it coming on, he turns around, 
And he gives a real big <laughs> thumbs up as his body falls over forward. Literally half the people in the battle are asleep and- now. <laughs> The end of the big fight has been that everybody's taking a fucking nap. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you drop you dro- drop her and she, she falls asleep. You guys are out of combat um, for now. Uh, Felina's passed out on the ground. Um, Aster's body is leaking blood. It looks like he's dead. Uh, Ulwick also dead. Uh, Lorenzo seems to be pretty badly hurt. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's two arrows sticking out of his side. Um and he was like roughed up by the Goldforth, so he's really not looking well. Um, but he's there. Um, what what do you guys do? Rael, go go to him. <laughs> Save his life. Very dramatically, Rael runs to Lorenzo and drops by her side, like to her knees. In a romantic split screen, Polly runs over to Fred. <laughs> tackles him starts licking him in exactly the same way yeah, um, and tries to rouse him <laughs> uh let's say okay so um uh, rail please give me a medicine check uh for um for lorenzo to see if you can if you can bring him back up Ooh, yeah that's a seven a seven doesn't do it. Yeah. Rail. You're too busy looking at his butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're yeah. doing CPR on his butt. Uh, we'll say Anus, as as you're rousing Frank, you you uh, like Frank, you 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 you're you starting to come to, and you see this giant scorpion like looking right at you, and then like really hideously sort of start to morph back into Anus's face, and like uh, Anus, you you're you're slowly more you're morphing back into your original original form. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> that was so cool, man. Wait, it, did you? See me in danger, and is that what triggered your willpower to turn back into your true self? Sure, why not? <laughs> Everybody, give me a perception check. Please. It was kind of nice that Alador kind of was up in there because he took essentially all the blows. Yes. <laughs> yep. He really was like a meat shield for you guys by accident. <laughs> Alador, for some reason, they're having a really hard time waking him up. <laughs> like... It's hard to wake up. Without a heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alador's dead. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I got a three. 19 for Frank. McGinty. And 18 for real. Anu's got a five. Okay, um, so you two uh, that, that rolled uh, above 15, notice um, just uh, coming up from like, the so the water that you guys are near is like a small stream that would be able to carry a raft down. Um, but, but but like coming up from uh, the the tunnel under which it looks like that water's going to, uh, you see so uh, like a somewhat taller human kind of rushing towards you guys. Um, there's like you can see flecks of bright red hair uh, underneath their black cloak, um, the, and like you can see they have sort of a pale complexion, um, and, and they're they're sort of like quickly rushing towards you. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and uh, well, they seem to be concerned. Uh, yeah. Um, do we rec- we don't recognize them at all? Uh no, not not at all. Incoming, everybody. <laughs> uh uh McGinty's going to get some rope. He's got that silk rope. He's gonna bind uh Felina. Sure. Sure. Let's yeah. tie her up. Yeah. Oh, and Rail's uh, gonna take the mask from Felina as well. Oh, sure. Take the mask off, yeah. Um Ooh, and yeah, let's search uh Ulwick and yeah. uh yeah, other guy. Uh, yeah. 
for good shit. Yeah. And <laughs> the <laughs> giant was that staff the giant staff? I mean, I think we should investigate, but one the staff that controls the giants. Yeah, uh so so Tonk Tonk walks over to you um and sees that you destroyed the staff and says like that was the staff we were talking about, I think. I've seen it before upstairs, but I don't really feel any different. I'm kind of confused. I thought I was supposed to feel different. And he, like, is looking around and sort of is, like, kind of, like, sad. You guys search the bodies. On Ulwick, you find, like, next to nothing. Uh, the, there's just uh, there's just nothing uh, beyond, like, his clothes and stuff like that. And um, Damn minimalists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Royal rich at, minimalists. He, he Marie, he Marie condoed all of his stuff yeah. away. Uh, who, who is searching the body of Aster? Yeah, I'll do it. Sure. So, uh, McGinty, you find an extra 10 gold pieces in Aster's pockets. Uh, cool. Pretty standard. Just finding this... all the gold, this guy. Yeah. Oh, I'll share it. I'm going to share it with you guys. Sure. So, is that uh, what a small yeah. business owner would say? <laughs> How, yeah. Maybe I'm growing yeah. as a person. Character development for McGinty. Uh, um, quickly, can Riel grab all of the arrows that she unleashed yeah, as well? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, Rael, when you're. You guys are uh, careful enough when you're searching and tying up uh, uh, Felina to realize that her poison or her armor seems to be coated in some sort of like special mm. poison um, mm. that like when you come into contact with it can have some sort of effects. So you guys are uh, very careful to not um, do that. And uh, McGinty, you find uh, a vial of uh, uh, on on. Um, on Felina, a vial of what looks to be uh, a, another form of poison as well. Ooh. Yeah, um, I'll be keeping this <laughs> for my own arrows. Um, yeah. Frank checks so, to see if any of them happen to have any of their favorite spices on hand. Uh, anything that they would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, instead of syrup, he's now like bleeding out cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you find Frank, you, you find a tiny burlap sack of sage uh, on Felina's body. Um, that was on my and, list. Is it ground sage? Or uh, 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 yes, yes, it's ground oh, baby. Check <laughs> yeah. mark. Um, and uh, I didn't know you had a list. I do. Um, I do. Yeah. Um, so uh, and and Alador sort of rouses uh, and and his bandits kind of like help prop him up. And as you guys are searching the bodies and doing this, this human figure comes up to you and says, "Are you friends of of the Pale Hope? Yes, you are friends of the Pale Hope. We need to go, and we need to go now." Get Lorenzo, let's get out of here. I can help you. My name is Kat, and I'm here to help you. Please, you have to come with me now. This this place is not safe. And you can hear, like, there is still a lot of destruction going on upstairs. The the, the giants and things like that are not having uh, a good time with the rest of the keep. Quickly, telepathically, uh, Rael is like, what is with all the cat names with these people here? <laughs> it's a lot, yeah. Do, do you guys think it's spelled with a K or a C? Uh, <laughs> Good question. Are you asking this Maybe. person? Is it no, short is for anything? No. This is our own personal conversation. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> McGinty's, um, McGinty's going to roll an insight check on this person. On how to spell the cat. Uh, sure. <laughs> well, more motivation, but yes. Uh, 15. 15. 15. It looks like this person is sincere, and also you get the sense that their full name is Catherine, spelled with a K. Um, get, a, get a sense whoa, of that. I could just tell. I could just tell. <laughs> Anus is going to, before we leave, pick up the now faded magic staff. Sure. Um, but Anus is walking like crab walking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just 
doesn't want to so look he, he does look thing. he looks like the little girl from the exorcist oh, <laughs> like oh my god. god how he keeps getting more unsettling <laughs> um okay uh yeah they're like please come with me quickly um and all right tonk come over here and uh and tonk 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 like clamb- clambers over and is like oh hi uh, what, what, what's up guys Pick up Lorenzo, let's go. Yeah. Okay, sure. So, um, <laughs> you, so Tonk, Tonk like scoops up Lorenzo's body. Um, uh, are you guys taking? Uh, do you want Tonk to also carry Felina as well? Yeah, uh, why not? If you yeah. can, sure. Yeah, he's oh. careful to like. Okay. Yeah. Go yeah, he's. <laughs> Don't touch the poison. Yeah, he's careful to like grab. Gra- he like he's dragging her body like like well, with the. So rope. I have a, a quick question. There's like a stream nearby. Can Tonk just like dunk her in the stream and wash it off, kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tonk Tonk like takes her by the rope, just dunks her in, washes her <laughs> just off, just baptizes. Yeah, baptizes her. Yeah. Um, Tonk's and, gonna be uh, our like our NPC mule. <laughs> Yeah. It's the opposite of Achilles. The stream just takes away all her poison except her ankle. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this person, Cat, Cat, uh, Cat, sort of starts leading you guys down. Um, uh, like there's sort of like a bank along the side of the uh, of the water before it takes up the whole tunnel. And uh, Cat's Cat's going down there and ducks uh, along like sort of a crack in the cave that like takes them uh, through through a different sort of tunnel. It doesn't really look like uh, Tonk is going to be able to fit through here, so he mm. kind of stops and is like, "Guys, Ooh. I don't think I can come through this. What do I do?" I think a noose goes up to Tonk as sort of the first person to make friends with him and says, Tonk, we we may have to go on without you now, but it's your job to tell the other giants that you're free. You don't have to serve the Goldforths anymore. Go spread the word, Tonk. Okay. Okay, I'll tell them about my friends who helped us helped us be free. Yeah, I'll do that. And he's getting kind of excited and he's like kind of like moving his arms up and down and bumping Felina's head on the ground as he's doing it. <laughs> and like Oh, yeah, just just easy though. Yes, but that's good, but sets just sets her down uh and he he gives he gives Anus a big hug, uh a big giant's hug and then um says, "I'll I'll see you guys around." And he sort of like runs off down the tunnel. Um Say hi to Helgo tonk. for us. Hey, Tonk. It's the first time you guys have ever gotten a fucking name right in this entire podcast. <laughs> That's that remarkable. Goodbye, Tank. <laughs> Frank, Frank calls out to him uh, before he yes. gets too far. He stops, yeah. yeah. What is it? You, uh, when you see your kids, just make sure you hold on tight. Don't let go. Okay. And he turns around and uh, runs, runs. Uh, Wait, away. no, 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 but, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he stops, comes back. Sorry, it sounded like you wanted to say something to me. Uh, the cave collapsed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we waited too yeah. long. Cat is like, Come we on. have to go right now. Uh, yeah. No, Rael just like winks at him with his with her eye. Yeah. So you just blink at him, and he is like, what? He takes Doesn't it as understand. a wink. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I permanently blinded you. <laughs> yeah. No, no words. Doesn't speak to him. Just blinks, and then he mistakes it as a wink. Yeah. You said wait, and then blinked at him. You said wait, and then just looked at him and blinked, and so he's like, oh, okay, and he runs away. Uh, uh, up. Cat says we have to go now, and uh, starts like uh, moving through the tunnels and, yeah. and moving through like, things. Before um, uh, Frank's, uh, we're still kind of close to the river raft thing. Yeah, you're still close to the water. Yeah. 
Uh, Frank's going to go off and we're not using the raft, right? Uh, no, the opening to the cave uh, and the waterway that you guys, that the cat's trying to lead you through is not like you don't need the water to access it. You just kind of followed along the water for a bit before ducking away. Uh, Frank's going to kind of kick off that raft. So it starts oh, going sure. down whichever way sure. it's going. Totally. Yeah. Uh, the, em- nice. the empty raft just starts going down. Um, and, uh, and you guys, you guys leave the, uh, the Goldforth's keep with, um, with, you know, the bodies of the Goldforth's like laying there in blood, um, dead and, uh, and cat, cat like runs through the tunnels with you guys. Um, you see that, uh, as as you guys are running, um, they're, they're wearing like a black cloak covering like a fancier outfit. They've got some long black gloves on. You guys are following them swiftly through these tunnels, hopping over rocks, ducking through crevices. You know, Alador and his bandits are maybe carrying the bodies behind you guys as they come through. Um, eventually you guys start to see the surface again and you pop out of a hole on the side of a small sloped hill and you realize that you're pretty much in the heart of the city. There's buildings all around you. It's dark out. The air is damp. It's almost like it had just rained or is about to rain, something like that. Um, and you're in an alleyway and it's quiet. Up ahead, you can you can hear and see some like guards patrolling the streets every now and then. Not giant guards, just like regular humanoid guards. Um, and uh, and you know, Cat motions for you to follow them up a ladder that's right beside them and climbs up and up and up. And you guys are climbing up, and eventually you reach the rooftop on uh, a third story of a building. And there's a fire burning. Someone's like clearly got a fire going on on the rooftop there, just like uh, warming their hands by it, reflecting uh, the light of the fire. You can see the, this golden-haired elven woman looking into it. And at the sight of you all coming up to the roof, the woman starts slightly and then rises and walks over. And you hear them gasp, Alador? And you hear him say, Olivia. And he rushes to her and they embrace. You would recognize this as the person on the inside of the locket. Wait, that's um, not his brother. Cat <laughs> uh, looks to you and says, "Tonight we rest here. We are friends of the Pale Hope. Tomorrow, Eldorok will need us, and that's where we'll end our session." And kind of end wow. our arc as well. Yeah. Hooray. Wow, yeah. uh, Everyone found you did it right on. You guys killed the Anoose got his first hug. This is huge <laughs> for Anoose. Like that is no oh, physical man. affection prior to this. Oh, wow. man. <laughs> you all are going to level up to level four Yay. by the time we start back uh, next episode. So by Sweet. all means, do that. Um, uh, thank life. you all so much for tuning in. This has been such an incredible journey for us to get our first arc through. Um, we're going to continue the story, I think, but uh, I just wanted to to take a brief moment to kind of step outside of the box and thank the audience again for tuning in with us and coming along on this cr- uh, crazy journey. Um, what's probably going to happen next episode is we're going to have a little bit more of an informal episode. We answer some audience questions that we've received. Uh, please, if you have any questions for us, by all means, you can send them in to us. Uh, you can use the email address wwditb at gmail.com. Uh, and you can just you can always uh, feel free to answer, uh, ask us any questions that you'd like us to answer. We're going to try and uh, at the end of any kind of like big moments in the podcast, kind of have a bit more of a reflective episode. At least that's the uh, the idea. So um, next next uh, next time you tune in, that's what you be you guys will be getting. Um, 
special shout out to Liam Barry, who's come on board and started composing music for the podcast. So uh, some of the songs you're hearing in these episodes and eventually all of the songs you're hearing in these episodes will be composed by Liam. You can check out his amazing work at liamberry.ca. That's L-I-A-M-B-E-R-R-Y.ca. You can follow us on social media pages at WWDITB and you can chat about the show using the hashtag WWDITB. Thomas, I know that you have something to plug. Would you like to plug it before we do our sign-offs? Yeah, there's a book called Status Update uh, that was written by my dad but edited by me and illustrated by the great and unfortunately recently passed away Canadian artist Cliff Eland. Uh, You can buy it from At Bay Press and it's also available at McNally Robinson if you're in Winnipeg. Uh, and we would love if a bunch of people checked it out. It's a bunch of short fiction with beautiful illustrations. I think it's really funny and interesting. So please take a look. You can see where Thomas got uh, all of his uh, issues with parents from by reading right. writings yeah. of his father. Um, <laughs> yeah. that note that a noose does not worship father. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, uh, I, I guess, I guess, I guess we can do our sign off. Uh, I have been Kevin Rambran, your DM, uh, with Natasha Durand, Rail Nilo. Farewell for now, Jesse Bergen. So long, travelers. Luke Cessalon. Frank, who can't seem to stay awake even through a spell anymore. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Thomas Tolls. What do you got for us in a quote, my friend? Well, I wanted to find a relevant quote that expressed how I felt about our victory, uh, and so I found one from the legendary tennis player Andy Roderick. Um, The quote is, I'm the most successful bad player ever. We'll see you next time in the basement. Folks, Kevin here from the Editing Bay, just chiming in because I wanted to let you know about something kind of cool. This episode comes out on July 14th, 2021, and that means it's coming out the same week that myself and um, Jesse and Thomas and Luke and uh, some other really funny comedians are doing uh, some improv in a way that many of you can experience it. Um, Our group, Club Soda Improv, that's what we're called, is performing in the Winnipeg Fringe Digital Festival this year. Typically, we all tend to perform in the Fringe Festival in different ways in our local city of Winnipeg. But uh, this time we get to do a digital friend show, so that should be fun. You can check it out and find the details out about the show at www.winnipegfringe.com. We will be performing on Friday, July 16th, 2021 at 8 p.m. Central. So if you want to check that out, it'd be great to have your eyeballs there and you can see us do something that maybe doesn't have to do with Dungeons and Dragons But you never really can be sure about that, can you? (laughs) Thank you again so much for uh, sticking with us through the arc. I love you all so much for letting us in your earbuds. And I hope you have a wonderful two weeks before you get to hear from us again. Thanks and have a great day.